welcome to the very first episode of Do You Even Care? You're joined by your hosts, Emma, Sarah, Beryl, and Maddie. Good morning, ladies. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is very weird for us. None of us, except Emma, have produced a podcast before, so who knows how this will go, but I'm very excited. Today's episode will be a deep dive into women in sport and sexploitation, specifically surrounding the recent Tokyo Olympics. Sarah, what exactly is sexploitation? So, sexploitation in sport, by definition, is types of marketing, promotion, or attempts to gain media coverage, which highlights the sexual attributes of female athletes, especially the visibility of their bodies. So, typically, while men just simply play sports and get celebrated for their achievements in the sport, women have to look good while playing sports, and, you know, they're either seen as sexy and feminine, or masculinized and therefore ridiculed. So historically, women are considered the weaker sex and because of that, women's sport is typically kept more feminine. Yeah, I think we saw that with like the um, marathon in the Olympics. I noticed that yeah. men's marathons are longer, like yeah, yeah. longer than women's are. But I saw the... Um, after the men's marathon, they all collapsed on the ground and they were all like, "Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And but the then, women were fine. Yeah, they were like laughing, smiling, hugging each other. I yeah. think that was really cute. So you guys been watching the Olympics? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's finished now. I watched the closing ceremony and I cried. I know, it was beautiful. It was good. The Olympics was on during lockdown as well. I think yeah. that was like yeah. perfect timing for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I used to watch it when it was on, like before bed. Like, you know, a treat. Relax. Yeah. Mm. But every time I wanted to like put it on, I wanted to watch something interesting like the gymnastics and it was never on. It was always like, yeah, it was yeah, always it's on beautiful. later at night, like 8.45. Yeah. yeah. Well, you were saying you set alarms to watch the gymnastics. Yeah. I watched every women's gymnastics event. I like set my alarm <laughs> to like know when to start watching it. And like loaded it up on my laptop and watched it in bed. <laughs> See, so I never, I always said I wanted to do that and then I just never did. Yeah. yeah. I was like logging in. That is dedication. Yeah. Was, was there any reason? Um, I don't know. I just like, I really love one of the athletes on the American um, gymnastic team, Sunisa Lee. She mm-hmm. won like the oh, gold yeah. all around. Yeah, I love her. She's oh, wow. like amazing. Yeah. What was your favorite like gymnastics event? Um, Definitely like the individual all around. Obviously, the like team all around was really interesting because mm, yeah. the whole Simone Biles thing, mm. and they're all like, Oh, what's happening? Like, yeah, has she been injured? Like, what's happening? So, what actually happened with Simone Biles? Can you yeah. give us an update? So, basically, Team USA and Team Russia, the first event and like the all around was um, vault, and mm. like Simone went for her vault and she basically didn't do the vault that she was supposed to perform. She did something that was a bit less difficult and she didn't land very well. And yeah, oh, so I saw that where she took that huge step back. Yeah. yeah. I also heard that people were saying that the judges scored her more harsh because she was so much better than everyone and they wanted to even the playing field. Yeah, that was like a whole thing before yeah. the Olympics that like right. they were going to score her differently because her difficulty is like <laughs> yeah. so much but higher. She has moves named after her already, doesn't mm. she? Or she, like she, she's like she's known for like those the moves. Isn't yeah, she? there's one move that if she performed that during the Olympics, she would have had it named after her. Yeah, yeah. because she didn't. Then. Yeah, because like yeah. no one else can do it. Wow. Yeah, but um, basically after that vault, um, I mean everyone was like, oh my gosh, like is she okay? And she sort of walked off, and 
people were speculating that she was injured, like it was coming out in the news and like mm-hmm. commentators were like, oh my gosh, I think she's injured. But um, then she told everyone that she wasn't going to compete in any more of the events mm-hmm. in the um, team all around. And so she left it to her other three teammates. And then we obviously found out that it was for mental health reasons. Yeah. 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 Mm. Which, honestly, I think that was a very like good decision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, yeah, with gymnastics, if you're not in the right headspace and you make a mistake, you could get like, injured. Get injured mm. for life. Yeah. I saw Novak Djokovic, the tennis player, had yeah. something to say, didn't he? And yeah. then he had a hissy fit. And then he had a hissy fit and yeah. chucked his racket on the ground or yeah. threw it up in the stands or something. Like, Without warning. Yeah. Just chucked it at the space. Yeah. yeah. And the backlash he's been getting, like someone called her a sociopath. I was like, yeah. are you kidding? What like, the hell? If she kept on competing and she was performing the same way that she performed in that first event, she could have lost like a medal for her whole team, and like, yeah, exactly. their hard work would have just yeah. been totally yeah. like thrown out the window. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I absolutely love her. Yeah, I think what she's done is great, and people criticizing her need to do a little bit of gymnastics and see. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> funny, yeah. isn't it? Everyone's sitting behind their TV. Yeah, it's so easy to judge. Yeah. 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 I remember I was watching the dives and I was like, oh, no, I could have done better. Like, <laughs> who am I to think that I could do three flips in an air? And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. As a whole, what do we think about the uniforms? Yeah, I saw that was in yeah. the news cycle recently. I think it's off. <laughs> I think it's... I don't really understand why they're why they have to dress so like for want of a better word skimpy. Mm. But to be fair, I did some research. Research. I looked at like a online message board and I saw like some questions about oh why do they have to wear such like revealing uniforms? Yep. Evidently, um, it's a uh, it's easier to move with less fabric, which kind of makes sense. Yep. And you know. And B, it's easier for the judges to see deductions if their legs are bare, which I thought was like, oh, yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. What was the team, though, that decided not to wear the classic? That was a German team, I think. Was that this year? Yeah, that, so yeah. they, um, those, like, um, full-length full length unitards that they decided yeah. to wear, mm. I think that started out at one of the championships. I don't know if it was the European one or, like, um, international one, I think it was just European. Mm. But yeah, that was when they first debuted their full-length unitards, and obviously they carried that over to the Olympics. Yeah, I feel like that was a bit like a bit of a fuck you to the tradition of these tiny leotards. Yeah, yeah. I saw in an interview too. They, they they said that they just wanted to be comfortable. Yeah, and they yeah. they just wanted to show like their skills without being, I guess, sexualized. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I saw as well that Simone again was asked about it and mm-hmm. she was like, even though she prefers that little, that leotard, um, her reasoning was cause it makes her legs look longer. <laughs> she yeah. said she fully backs what the German team were doing cause yeah. you may as well you, yeah. be comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I thought that there were really strict rules with the gymnastics uniform, but apparently not like you can wear what wow. you want to wear. So that's interesting because I guess there is a lot of, um, talk about the uniforms and stuff. I never would have thought that there was a little bit more choice. Yeah. No matter. To me, it seems so strict because oh, 
Have you guys seen that movie, Stick It? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, same. But like that montage where she's getting back into gymnastics mm. and she's like, you can't do this, you can't do that. If you want to have music oh, on your floor yeah. routine, you can't do that. Like it seems like it's, well, in my mind, it was always quite strict. I don't get, I think one thing I'll never understand is can't show bra straps. Mm. Yeah. Why? Like, like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, like you've got it's to either a bra strap or boots are out. Yeah. You've got to have to wear a bra. Like, sorry, when yeah. you're talking through the air like that. Yeah. You're gonna lose a titty. <laughs> like, yeah. while we're on it, this is like so far from the point. But like, what is the deal with seeing undies under things? Like, yeah. like underwear lines. I don't understand that. Yeah, like, like when you put tights on, you're like, oh, I can see my undies. Yeah, why is that such a thing? Everyone so wears yeah. Like, <laughs> that is very true. Actually. Speaking of uniforms, Sarah Voss, who is a gymnast, she um, a part of the. German women's gymnastic team, sorry. Yeah. She uh, said that we women all want to feel good in our skin. In the sport of gymnastics, it gets harder and harder as you grow out of your child's body. As a little girl, I didn't see the tight gym outfits as such a big deal. But when puberty began, when my period came, I began feeling increasingly uncomfortable. And I think that's quite a taboo topic even in the industry that people don't talk about. A lot of the time, women don't want to wear those uniforms or a white uniform because of their periods. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or yeah. body hair. Yeah. I feel like they're these girls, because they, st- like, they start out when yeah. they're really young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're being judged for the, literally what they look like and like their body. Yeah. So and like it, it would be so damaging, I think, to not have control yeah. over even what you wear. Especially when you are training for four years. You may start mm. training as a girl mm. and then you grow into a woman. Yeah. You start at 16 and then mm. you're 20 by the time you get yeah. to the Olympics. Like, your body has changed drastically. Yeah, exactly. And I think it just doesn't cater to the fact that your body will change, especially as a woman, mm. over that period of time. Yeah. And, like, they, these uniforms aren't catering to most body types exactly and like you do kind of see one body type in like elite gymnastics because yeah. they're, they're they're tiny because they i think they're like puberty has been suppressed because mm. they've trained yeah. so hard mm. obviously simone Biles is tiny yeah so i guess if we're um talking about someone who's a bit on the taller and yeah curvier side yeah mm. i mean Full-length unitards are allowed to be worn. Yeah. yeah. They're typically worn for religious reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the gymnastics community sort of puts it in people's minds that they have to wear the shorter leotards mm-hmm. that show their full lengths. And I think that we just need to give them the choice. And like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tell exactly. them, you can wear this. You have the mm-hmm. choice to wear a leotard. Or a full-length mm. unitard. Yeah. And you can choose whatever you're comfortable with. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing, right? Like we were saying, you're allowed to, but I don't think these women can choose. think really have a choice or think that they actually can. Mm. They yeah. might, on paper, they might have a choice. But yeah. like, who knows what like coaches and like the people in their team are telling them. Yeah. Well, even this Olympics, like even though the German gymnastics team choose to do that, which is great, it's still been spoken about so much because it's different. It's different, yeah. 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 It's not the norm and people are like freaking out about it yeah well like good though like it's getting people are talking about it you know yeah. exactly i think that's it's a good start <laughs> yeah actually speaking of uniforms did you guys see the um women's handball team that yeah. wore yeah. shorts instead of the skimpy 
bikini, bikini bottoms, which are what is usually worn. Yeah, and unlike the gymnastics where they do have mm. the option to wear a full-length unitard or a different, like, more... Um, I don't know. Um, covered? Yeah, a more covered, conservative sort of um, outfit, but they don't have the choice. And when they competed, the Norwegian um, beach handball team, they actually got a fine just for wearing yeah. shorts instead of and each, each of them got a fine. Yeah. In 2021? In 2021. Yeah, wow. and it's shorts. like. And they're tight shorts, aren't they? They're pretty yeah, shorts. exactly. Like, it's probably, like, a few more yeah. centimetres. The difference would be covering the thighs. Yeah. That's yeah. actually it. And the reason they did it, it is, is because, like, beach handball, you've got to, like, dive and jump and run around, and it's yeah. really intense. Yeah, yeah, and but, you might, uh-huh. like... I don't know. It's just more comfortable, and yeah. you can focus on the game more. Yeah, exactly. Of worrying if something's going like, to pop out. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I saw official rule state for the international matches that female athletes must wear bikini bottoms with a close fit and cut cut on an upward angle toward the top of the leg. The side width must be a maximum of ten centimeters, which is about four inches. Meanwhile, men in the same sport are allowed to wear shorts that are longer but must remain ten centimeters above the kneecap. It also cannot be too baggy. So what the hell? <laughs> what did you say? It has to go upward. It has to be on an upward angle. Like so on that falls back on but body hair too. Like what yeah, happens if someone exactly. doesn't do the exactly. shape your whole body? Like, and so with this, I was doing some research and I was wondering about like people like Muslim women who yeah. who like to cover like would need to cover up. Yeah. The the Egyptian team in two thousand sixteen. They qualified to go to Rio. However, they didn't win in Rio. But they were wearing these these conservative outfits, like mm. long pants, like a baggier top, mm-hmm. and like a hijab. They qualified. Like, what the hell? They still qualify for the Olympics. Mm, yeah. Like, it obviously has nothing to do with, like, their skill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so silly. And, like, yeah. these women got fined. What the hell? How much were they fined? Does anyone know? Um, I am not 100% sure. I think it was, like, in the thousands. I was on <gasps> live Google. Really? Yeah. How many women were there? Like, the whole team. <sighs> yeah. Like, over 10 of them. You wouldn't think that, hey, in 2021. Especially in Tokyo. Like, it's in a... I don't know if this was in the... Was this in the Olympics? No, it was, um... like, a, a, another championships before the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. But, um... I thought it was like an Olympic thing as well. Cause yeah, that's when it all sort of came, came out. out. Yeah. Oh, did you see Pink offered like yeah. the singer Pink offered to pay the fines? Good. Yeah. She's a good bitch. We love her. <laughs> yeah. The team was fined fifteen hundred euros for oh improper God. clothing. Wow. The thing with that is, even if they, even if some women do prefer to wear the bikinis, why aren't we giving them the choice to wear a bit mm. more? Coverage. I mean, they're playing sport, and yeah. the last thing you want to worry about is what you're wearing. Yeah. yeah. I think it takes away from the skill too when you're the commentators or the cameras focused up straight on their face or it focuses yeah. like on their bums. Like I know, even when I was watching the track, those women—they're mm. so hot. Like they yeah. got great bodies, but. The cameramen also know that, and it, I swear it was just focused like mm. on their butts the whole time. Mm, yeah. What team was it? High jumpers or something? There was one mm. team that I saw circulating around social media, and like all the males in my life were like, "Oh, the high jump team—they're always hot. They're so much hotter yeah. than everyone." Oh, people said they got like the pole vaulting. Pole vaulting—that's yeah. it. Pole vaulting team. The pole yeah. vaulting team are so much hotter, and they're such a hot team. And I'm like, but. 
they're, they're literally jumping like they're going oh, so high yeah. and you literally all you talk about is how good their bumps but you are don't because you hear about this with men in sport no yeah. it's only women yeah and i saw recently as well the um the jamaican track and field team like the the relay the girls were in the relay and the 100 meter sprint they they ran out with like their hair out and like that makeup done and nails mm. done and they looked amazing mm, yeah and there was some people who were like oh my god like how can you do that how can you run like with your hair out and make it down now <laughs> yeah what do you mean so they're olympians like, <laughs> like they can do everything <laughs> like they can they just it seems to be a lot of dictation about what women can look like in sport yeah and what yeah, they yeah. are wearing in sport like just who cares oh my god that's a sad thing in 2021 yeah there would be a little bit more understanding or something yeah but yeah i think we're just at the at the beginning yeah we're still focusing on looks rather than skill with yeah yeah exactly yeah you just don't hear about this with men the international olympic committee has actually with the tokyo olympics they've um with their broadcasting they're Mm. actually trying to move away from sort of showing close-up shots of parts and all that and even though with the whole um, uniform thing, even though they can't control what the athletes are wearing. The Olympic Committee can't control. Yeah, yeah. they can't. Mm. They can sort of control the broadcasting. Yeah. Like I said, you can control what can be seen. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is great. Because that's where it all, it's, all, it's media that is like yeah. sort of like making this an actual issue really. The German gymnastics Olympic team wearing those, the long leotards um, was in response to the Larry Nassar scandal. Have you guys heard of Larry Nassar and like what happened there? I have heard about it. Yeah. Um, so, so for those of you who don't know, Larry Nassar was the USA gymnastics team doctor and he was found recently found guilty for sexually assaulting the gymnast under his care for over two decades primarily minors, and more than 265 people came forward, including Simone Biles. 265? 265 people, and most of them were minors. And he was, like, their doctor. doctor. Yeah. And he was doing it for years, wasn't he? Like, over 20 years. What the hell? Did you go... There was a documentary on Netflix that I watched. I did Um, see that. He's being protected now, isn't he, by some other team. Oh, well, he's gone to jail now. I think he mm. he got, like, 176 years or something in jail. Mm. I remember oh. before that, so he was being protected by something. Yeah, there were yeah. coaches that, like, coaches were moving him around and, like... Ridiculous. Other predatory coaches were being moved around from, like, team to team. That's, That's the other thing. You're being in these little le- leotards and then you've got people you're meant to trust. Exactly, taking actual advantage of you. The International Olympic Committee... Even though they don't have absolute control over uniform policies, um, it, they did advocate for fairer rules in 2018 in the Gender Equality Review, um, and that was to ensure com- competition uniforms reflect the technical re- requirements of the sport mm-hmm. and do not have any unjustifiable differences. So pretty much I feel like that just raises the question of like, what is the justifiable reason for requiring women to wear the skinny uniforms yeah. and yeah. the bikini bottoms? Yeah. Because you like if you go and see like footage from older Olympics, the uniforms are so different. Like women seem to be wearing a lot more. Yeah. yeah. So like it's been done before. Not that like you want women to cover up for the sake of covering up. Like I no. think it should be about the choice again. Choice, yeah. But like if it can be done, 
it can be done. Yeah, you know, hundred yeah. percent. And I think at least it seems that topics of conversation around sexualization in sport from women mm-hmm. have started popping up. Yeah, especially yeah. just after this Olympics, and especially after that um, beach handball team. Yeah, mm-hmm. with what happened with that. So I yeah. think at least we can say that we are on the right track. We definitely are on the right track. It's becoming more prevalent and we are going to make a difference. Yeah. We've got a little while to go, but that's okay. We're getting there, ladies. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to our first ever podcast episode. Follow us on our Instagram at Do You Even Care Pod and subscribe to us on Spotify. Thanks. Bye. Bye. bye.